Welcome to the I Love Leonard podcast. I'm your host, Leonard Dunmore Jr., and I'm super elated to have you here. Think of my podcast as a personal diary where I bring you guys in with me on conversations that I have with myself and others. We'll navigate topics in the areas of lifestyle, career, and fashion. And if you're anything like me, you're always looking to improve in these three areas. I'll be answering questions, giving insights, and sharing stories about my personal experiences. So turn up your volume, tune your ears, and let's grow together. So today's topic is the power in isolation. And I don't know if you created my voice, but I'm a little excited to talk about today's topic. I don't know. I just feel like I'm a strong candidate for this subject. (laughs) But nonetheless, let's go ahead and get into it. As we all know, I'm an only child. So, of course, I spent a lot of my time growing up being isolated and still now just living on my own. It's just me and my son, my fur baby Chester. And I honestly love my solitude. There's so much peace in being alone that I think a lot of people don't really get to enjoy. And I honestly feel when you aren't able to, you know, just sit with yourself, you're usually running from something or you aren't at like your best self in a way. You know, it's like you need to do some work. And I hope I'm not sounding judgmental or anything, but that is just my honest feelings. Because if you can't sit with yourself, then what would make you think someone else would want to sit with you? You know, like if you don't even enjoy yourself and your alone time and your being, then why would someone else enjoy your being? You get what I'm saying? It goes back to that authenticity I was kind of talking about, that truthfulness, being comfortable in your truth. Because if you can't just sit with yourself, then what are you portraying to the world? And just in my, you know, conversations and relations with people, I've often seen that people who aren't comfortable with themselves don't really know themselves. And so what they portray to the world is often a facade. And sometimes it's intentional. Sometimes people don't want to be or be seen as who they truly are. And then oftentimes, some people just don't know. They're just literally, you know, going with the flow, blowing with the wind. They haven't took the time out to really assess themselves in both scenarios, in my opinion. So I just decided that I would share some light on the situation and hopefully be able to encourage someone to really get to know themselves. If anyone knows me, they know that I am a pretty confident person. I love myself. There's nothing that anyone can really tell me that about myself that's going to alter how I feel or change my perspective or my point of view of myself. I'm pretty secure in who I am. And not that I just have it like that, but because I have experienced enough and I have done the work once again to get to where I am. I'm not easily shaken or swayed because I'm able to stand 10 toes in who I am and in my being. And all of this was accomplished by simply me choosing to invest in myself. I've done therapy, I journal, I exercise, I eat well. I do a lot of things to take care of myself. And I feel as though when you take care of yourself and you put 
in that investment, you want to make sure that you're doing right by yourself, just just like any other investment. Really, if you put down thousands of dollars on a car, you're going to make sure that car is clean. You're going to make sure it has gas. You're going to spend the necessary time with that car to make sure that it's taken care of and it's running properly. If you spend, you know, millions of dollars on a home one day, you're going to do what you need to make sure that the home is, you know, up to code, it's clean, it has all the necessities, it's comfortable, it's designed to your liking because you've put in an investment and you want to make sure that you capitalize off that investment. And I feel like we should look at ourselves the same way. Our bodies and our beings should be an investment to us. Because just think about it. If you're not invested in yourself, how can you expect others to truly invest into you? They don't even know what they're investing into because you don't even know about yourself because you haven't took the time to make those investments yourself. And so that's where the solitude comes in. And it's really a beautiful thing if you're able to just hone in on it and just see the see the blessings and the just the gifts that can come from being comfortable within your own skin. And so I thought today I would just share some things that I do personally to better myself and how I spend my solitude. And hopefully, you know, you can relate or you may pick up some things on your own that you may want to try out. And we just have a nice, friendly conversation. So let's get into it. One of my favorite things that I love to do is I love to be at home. I am a homebody. I am pretty much a loner at heart almost. Even though I am extroverted, I'm naturally a people person. I love to connect with people, but I'm one of those extroverts that need to recharge. Like I have to have my downtime. And that makes sense for me being an only child as well. But I just need to be by myself. I need to regroup. I need to get my thoughts together. I need to process things. And I just need to make sure that my energy is always balanced. And so when I'm at home, I'm literally just, you know, relaxing. I may, you know, not I may, I will. I'll shower. I'll cook a <laughs> nice dinner, you know, may have a glass of wine, grab my blanket, lay on the couch and watch some of my favorite shows. I love Law and Order, SVU, DE, during Elliot specifically. I don't know, it's just something about like the older episodes of Law and Order. It just brings like nostalgia and like a sense of like comfort, if you will. I love a good show. I love Judge Judy. Used to watch that all the time with my grandmother. Um, Real Housewives. Everyone knows I'm a housewife fanatic. Some of my favorite franchises are Atlanta, Potomac. And Beverly Hills. I love Beverly Hills. And I also enjoy New York and New Jersey. I've been getting into uh, the Salt Lake City a little bit, especially since like the new girl came on, Monica. I like her. She's pretty feisty. I also love American Horror Story. I love You on Netflix. Joe can do no wrong in my eyes. And what else do I watch? I know I'm missing something. Oh, of course, HGTV and all the Food Network and stuff. I used to watch that with my mom all the time. Some of my favorite shows are like Fixer Upper, House Hunters, and Food Network. We used to watch Chopped all the time. Love Chopped. My mom, she was like really into like cooking. So she was 
we would watch that all, t- all the time together. And she would, you know, see if she could do this and do that. And the whole time I'm looking like, I don't see how these people are able to make pizza dough out of cookie crumbs. Like, you know, it was just the weirdest stuff. But that's another show that I enjoy. And so I implore you to like find a nice show, find a good movie, sit back and just watch it with yourself. You know, Law and Order has some good storytelling. That's why I really love that show because it really makes you think and it oftentimes questions your morality too. Like get something that's thought provoking that's gonna make you think or dig a little deeper. In relation to home, I'm also a plant dad. I have five plants actually. Tiny. She's not really tiny though. I named her because tiny because she's really big. I don't know exactly what type of plant she is. I believe she's some type of palm. But I don't know the specific, like, breed or species. I don't know if that's the right word. I have two money trees, money and moolah. I also have a succulent named Suki. And I have a, I believe it's like a fern, ivory combination. I don't know. I I just get these plants, guys, honestly. But her name is Titi. My godmother gifted me her. And she's honestly my favorite. She's in a pretty teal vase. If you guys don't know, teal was my mom's favorite color. And she's just so gorgeous. If you ever been in my home, she's like right when you walk in by like my entry table. She's gorgeous. I love her. And in addition to being a plant dad, I'm also a dog dad. So that consumes a lot of my time. He's honestly been getting on my nerves, guys. And just in that, I've really had to learn the power in isolation because I have to regroup all the time because he has anxiety now as he's gotten older and he really stresses me out. And so oftentimes I have to just regroup even with the, you know, pets, guys. I I have to do gentle parenting. (laughs) And it is so hard, especially when you have a rebellious dog. Anybody who knows Chester knows he marched to the he marches to the beat of his own drum. They say he's just like his dad, but I disagree. Do I really? No, not really. I raised a monster, but no, I love him. He's my monster, and I love to like walk in the park. I wish where we stay had more of a like trails and stuff for us to walk, you know, into. But where I'm at, I'm, it's kind of pretty. It's pretty rural, not kind of. It is rural. So there's a lot of trees. So we still get to like enjoy nature and stuff like that and hear the birds and I see eagles in the sky. So just spending time in nature is also another way to enjoy your solitude. And in correlation to that as well, start walking, start exercising, get a good fitness routine going, invest in yourself. If you invest in your body physically, I promise you won't regret it. It'll boost your confidence. It'll you know, boost like your endorphins and your brain. It'll You'll get mental clarity. So many benefits come from just exercising and just being in nature. And another part of a healthy lifestyle also requires a healthy diet. Start monitoring what you're putting into your body. Be more conscious about what you're eating. Me personally, I'm vegan. I believe I said that before. If I didn't, well, now you know. And I started my journey during the pandemic. I was literally like on Instagram and I came across Tabitha Brown and I believe this was like right when she was going viral and she was doing the 30 day vegan challenge. And so I was like, oh, this is neat. I've never been like a big meat eater, especially as a kid. My family would make fun of me all the time because I would like like salads and fruits and stuff like that. So I when it came to me transitioning into being vegan, it really wasn't hard for me. 
I've never been one to really like meat, especially if it was like, you know, I'm not, I don't like big juicy like chicken and stuff. I like juices from meat disgust me. Like I'm, I was a very picky when it came to meat, but that's neither here nor there. I started my vegan journey and I just got a bunch of vegan options, a bunch of fruits, vegetables, plant-based uh, meats and switched to almond milk, all those type of things. And in that, I really got to spend time with myself because now I'm in the kitchen cooking because it wasn't that many vegan options, you know, around. I was still staying with my grandparents at the time. And so, of course, like, you know, we're in the hood, girl, and I had to really cook a lot on my own. But in that, I found this creative side when it came to cooking because I had to get creative. And I believe this really sparked my love for food even more. And I kind of started to like re-envision myself, you know, when I would watch Food Network with my mom and they would have to come up with all these, you know, repurposing the foods and all of that. Like I started to feel that way about my food, but this time I was able to really enjoy it and it was beneficial to me. Beneficial to me or for me? I think in that instance, it's beneficial for me because it's related to food. I don't know, guys, if you don't know, I'm also kind of like a wordsmith. I try to make sure like my grammar is always correct, <laughs> but that's neither here nor there. But that also just brought another point to my head. Start getting like some crossword puzzles. Get a book. Start spending a long time mentally. I love crossword puzzles. I love Sudoku and I love to read. I'm kind of a nerd. Everyone may not be like that, but that's me. And to me, it's more so about the mental discipline. I feel like the more that you do it, you feel a sense of accomplishment, you know? So get a good book, get a good self-help book. And you never know how it may change your life. You may want to read more often, you know? I say at least read like a book once a month. And that could be a new hobby for you. And that's a nice segue into the next option that I want to present to you is get some hobbies. You know, if you like to paint, if you like to do flag football, if you like to do, you know, a, join a baseball league or, you know, knit or crochet, sew, whatever the case may be, find something that you can do on your own that will consume your time and allow you to spend time with yourself. And last but not least, even though this is all kind of relating to this topic um, of like solitude and kind of intertwining but I was going to say develop a self-care routine. Even though all of this is self-care, develop something that you can do every day. Like get a nice skincare routine. Make sure you're, you know, getting your nails done, getting your eyebrows done. Fun fact, not even a fun fact, but, you know, just a little Leonard tip. Always thread, never wax. I promise you'll never go back. <laughs> but, you know, do things to make yourself feel better get your hair done get a nice massage things like that pamper yourself essentially who regrets pampering themselves and it's a way to spend time with yourself and you're making an investment into yourself and you're showing yourself that love that you need and the beautiful thing about it is everything that i listed you can do in solitude you can do this by yourself no one around no one with you and just spend quality time with yourself it's so important that we spend time to get to know ourselves because you never know what you may like. You never know what may be best for you until you try this and you try that and you just honestly explore. And that's what this is all about. I've said it a million times. I just want to go on this journey of exploration with you guys. That way we can become 
our best selves and live our best lives. And that's it for me today. And I just want you guys to know that you are worthy and you will always be worthy of your dream life. Thank you all for tuning in. I hope you all enjoyed this episode. If you have any questions or suggestions for future episodes, please be sure to connect with me on social media at Leonard Dunmore Jr. Also, please be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss future episodes. Once again, I'm Leonard and always remember to lead in love.